Good morning, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus. I hope you're all doing wonderful. Um, it's Mary, and I have a very wonderful message from the Lord and a wonderful rapture dream I had received a month ago on October 22nd, and I would love to share those with you. And I'm going to get started because it's a bit long. And I don't want to take too much time with this. The title of this message is called Forces of Good and Evil. I received on October 26, 2020. And I apologize that I'm quite late on this. I started writing it down at 7.12 in the morning. The Lord says, My precious daughter, it's been a while since we sat down together and you dwelling in me. I am so delighted you woke up early to spend these early hours with your creator. And I said, me too, Lord. What is on your heart today, Yeshua, Jesus? And I heard the pulling forces of good and evil. It is no question that you see your world growing more and more evil, my dove. Very soon, my children will get to come to their real home and rest with me. And Father, ever since the earth was born, the evil one, Satan, has been envious of human beings. It is like when you were born and your older sister was not happy at all. She wasn't the only child anymore after eight years of just her and your parents. Lucifer has been on the same mission ever since I watched him fall like a star from heaven to kill, steal, and destroy. The Father has let evil run its course for a long while now. Thus is why the end is very soon to come. The evil one still thinks in his pride and puffed up ego that he will always get what he wanted to get the human race to totally denounce me, not being able to hear me, not being able to even think of doing any ounce of goodness, just pure wickedness, pure insanity. He wants humans to think that they are their own gods, that they are in control of their destiny. He wants them to imitate his evil nature. Only my chosen remnant will be faithful, for they know their father, they serve, they know their shepherd's voice. My children, you must put on your armor that is described in Ephesians 6. Though you may not see it with your physical eyes, I can see it with my spiritual eyes. When you wear my name boldly and proudly, this honors me, makes me most happy to see what is mine fighting on the wages of war against these most vile and detestable creatures who are pierced with great amounts of sorrows. When you are saving souls, bringing others into my kingdom, you are doing the greatest work a servant can do. You are allowing the sweet ripening fruit in you that has been growing ever since the Holy Spirit entered upon you to share its sweetness and allowing another soul to get a taste test of what is being of what being in my kingdom is all about. That is why these are called fruits of the Spirit. When a soul is practicing being obedient to the Bible, which is the book, 
the only book, if you will, I wish for every person to take more seriously as it contains all of the secret for all the secrets for kingdom living on this earth while you patiently wait upon me. But when you show others how joyful and wonderful being obedient to your master can be, they get intrigued and will eventually want to find out more on this little secret, which is the power of my Holy Spirit. Oh, I felt his presence so strong at this with goosebumps. When the Holy Spirit dwells within a soul, I mean truly dwells in a soul, the soul will resist the flesh nature and the evil one's distractions of this world, thus making them set apart. The spirit I freely give them is part of them, and freedom from the enemy is happily declared. Looking upon little children will and can help you get a better understanding on this concept. For those wrestling inside their minds, little children are innocent, pure, full of curiosity, creativity, wanting to learn from the older ones around them, wanting to figure out the world. When they have an adult in their lives with the Holy Spirit, expect to see that child do many wonderful things for my kingdom. When a child is around adults who are seriously lacking or unfortunately not even thinking of me and letting their flesh take over, demons enter in gaining a allowance because I allowed them. It is a choice my people expect to see that child grow bitter and prideful in one way or another for they were being shown the worldly ways of living, which never end up doing good works for Father's kingdom. As they grow older, there will be moments in their lives of making choices, and in these moments, they can come to me, or sometimes I will come to them. The Holy Spirit is what will keep your senses in order, and most importantly, draw near to me. Remember, I am truly with you in this battle. My people understand that this earth is a temporary test, test of doing good or evil under my name's sake. I mark the ones that are mine, for no harm is done to them, no evil can destroy them, no temptation is too great for them. Though they may stumble, I never let them fall. Love, Yehoshua. Um... And then I got done writing at 8.10 in the morning. Um, and 8.10 in Strong's Concordance, I looked up and it means, um, I think you pronounce it uh, asotia. And it literally means unsavedness and wastefulness, a without in quotation marks, and sozo, which is the word save in uh, Hebrew, um, properly what can't be saved in a waste, figuratively, prodigality, spiritual wastefulness due to excessive behavior and dire consequences it brings. That's crazy. I mean, he... That totally confirmed this whole thing because he's saying that there's time is running out. The time is running out. Um, he's coming soon. 
and people need to get their houses in order. I also got Psalm 37 for this um, message, and I got Proverbs um, 8 and Proverbs 9 for this message. I'm not going to read Psalm 37 because it's a very long psalm, but he's been giving me Psalm 37, which is another um, psalm about good and evil of you know wicked people and righteous people. Um, that was another really amazing confirmation. But I will read quickly um, Proverbs 8 and 9 because I think it's so important about good and evil. Um, I never really looked into this very much, but I have been more and more. And um, it's quite obvious that we see the forces of good and evil right now in front of us and what's happening. Um, Proverbs 8 is amazing because it talks about um, wisdom's call and it's contrasted to the call of the immoral woman um, in chapter 7 in Proverbs. And then also Proverbs um, 9 is about wisdom and folly and they are portrayed in this chapter as rival young women, each preparing a feast and inviting people to it. But wisdom is a responsible woman of character, while folly is a prostitute serving stolen food. Wisdom appeals to the mind and folly appeals to the senses. It is easier to excite the senses, um, but the pleasures of folly are temporary. By contrast, the satisfaction that wisdom brings lasts forever. So let's listen to this. This is what Proverbs 8 says. Listen as wisdom calls out. Hear as understanding raises her voice. She stands on the hilltop and at the crossroads, at the entrance to the city, at the city gates. She cries out loud, I call to you, to all of you. I am raising my voice to, to all people. How naive you are. Let me give you common sense. Oh, foolish ones, let me give you understanding. Listen to me, for I have excellent things to tell you. Everything I say is right. For I speak the truth and hate every kind of deception. My advice is wholesome and good. There is nothing crooked or twisted in it. My words are plain to anyone with understanding, clear to those who want to learn. Choose my instruction rather than silver and knowledge over pure gold. For wisdom is far more valuable than rubies. Nothing you desire can be compared with it. I, wisdom, live together with good judgment. I know where to discover knowledge and discernment. All who fear the Lord will hate evil. That is why I hate pride, arrogance, corruption, and perverted speech. Good advice and success belong to me. Insight and strength are mine. Because of me, kings reign and rulers make just laws. Rulers lead with my help and nobles make righteous judgments. I love all who love me. Those who search for me will surely find me. Unending riches, honor, wealth, and justice are mine to distribute. My gifts are better than the purest gold. My wages better than sterling silver. I walk in righteousness, in paths of justice. Those who love me inherit wealth, for I fill their treasuries. The Lord formed me from the beginning. 
before he created anything else. I was appointed in ages past at the very first before the earth began. I was born before the oceans were created, before the springs bubbled forth their waters, before the mountains and the hills were formed. I was born before he made the earth and fields and the first handfuls of soil. I was there when he established the heavens, when he drew the horizon on the oceans. I was there when he set the clouds above, when he established the deep fountains of the earth. I was there when he set the limits of the seas, so they would not sorry. I was there when he set the limits of the seas, so they would not spread beyond their boundaries, and when he marked off the earth's foundations, I was the architect at his side. I was his constant delight, rejoicing always in his presence. And how happy I was with what he created, his wide world and all the human family. And so, my children, listen to me, for happy are all who follow my ways. Listen to my counsel and be wise. Don't ignore it. Happy are those who listen to me, watching for me daily at my gates waiting for me outside my home. For whoever finds me finds life and wins approval from the Lord. But those who miss me have injured themselves. All who hate me love death. And this is Proverbs um, 9. Wisdom has built her spacious house with seven pillars. She has prepared a great banquet mixed with the wines and set the table. She has sent her servants to invite everyone to come. She calls out from the heights overlooking the city. Come home with me, she urges the simple. To those without good judgment, she says, Come, eat my food and drink the wine I have mixed. Leave your foolish ways behind and begin to live. Learn how to be wise. Anyone who rebukes a mocker will get a smart retort. Anyone who rebukes the wicked will get hurt. So don't bother rebuking mockers. They will only hate you. But the wise, when rebuked, will love you all the more. Teach the wise, and they will be wiser. Teach the righteous, and they will learn more. Fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Knowledge of the Holy One results in understanding. Wisdom will multiply your days and add years to your life. If you become wise, you will be the one to benefit. If you scorn wisdom, you will be the one to suffer. The woman named Folly is loud and brash. She is ignorant and doesn't even know it. She sits in her doorway on the heights overlooking the city. She calls out to men going by who are minding their own business. Come home with me, she urges the simple. To those without good judgment, she says, Stolen water is refreshing. Food eaten in secret tastes the best. But the men don't realize that her former guests are now in the grave. So the banquet described in this chapter has some interesting parallels to the banquet Jesus described in one of his parables uh, in Luke 14, 15 through 24. Many may intend to go, but they never make it because they get sidetracked 
by the other activities that seem more important at the time. So don't let anything become more important than your search for God's wisdom. Um, okay, and I'm just going to now share my rapture dream that I had. <laughs> I had this dream about a month ago on October 22nd, 2020. Um, I woke up about 7 in the morning to let her dog outside to go to the bathroom. Um, and I was very tired, and which is odd because usually I'll just stay awake or something and just kind of get ready for the day. But this day I just, I decided to go back to sleep. And so after that I went back to bed and before I laid back down, I just kind of briefly said like a prayer, like, Lord, I pray that I have a dream from you. I pray that if you want to show me anything or, you know, what's on your heart, anything, Lord, and just thank you for this day, amen. And I just fell back asleep. And so then, this is the dream I had. It started off with me and two other pretty well-known Christian YouTube bloggers. I'm not going to say who their names are, but um, they are definitely genuine brothers and sisters in Christ. And um, I, we were setting up video equipment, that's what it was. Yeah, we were setting up video equipment to set up a YouTube video, kind of funny. And um, I turned to one of them and I asked them, I said, um, like, what does it mean when you're on the phone making doctor's appointments and things like that and the computer crashes or you go into a building and their monitors stop working or they're looking up your file and things just stop working for them and then they say oh this never happens to us because in real life you guys honestly this happens to me a lot and I don't know what it is <laughs> I started to notice this maybe about the seventh time or so after this happened when um I'd been making an appointment or I'd be in the office and the person's um printer or computer will stop working and malfunctioning out of nowhere. So I was explaining it to this person in my dream about that happening to me. And they said, with like tears in their eyes and a lot of emotion behind this, and they're like, that's the power of the Holy Spirit in you. Because the Holy Spirit is electricity. You're an electrical being and the Holy Spirit makes you electrical. We are electrical beings. And I actually have a really cool video I found about that. I'm going to share in the description box below, along with a few other videos I found confirming a lot of these things I'm going to share. And I was like, wow, really? Like, that's amazing, you know? So then we started to hear a sound outside of the building we were in, this little building we were in, which seemed a lot bigger on the inside than it was on the outside. And we could hear this noise, and it was like, you know, kind of like a trumpet. It didn't get louder or anything. It just kind of stayed very faint, but we could hear it. And then we're like, is that the trumpet? And we ran outside and we looked up into the sky. And I saw these very perfect looking cloud formations of like circles. These like little circles of clouds started appearing. It looked as if like angels would just like come out and descend through them. <laughs> you know, like a portal. And then these black clouds started to roll in. The same black clouds I've seen in a few other dreams. Um, and we started to get really, really excited because we knew what was happening. 
So we ran outside, which looked like kind of like a camping tent, like a hut, but it was a, or like a cabin. And it looked as if we were like on some strange like camps ground site because we were outside in like this forest and there was trails and, but we were also like outside of a city. Anyway, so we ran outside, we're praising God, we're twirling around with our hands in the air, we're singing for joy. We're saying, Jesus is coming. Jesus is here. He's coming. He's here. There was one woman that walked by, um, just a regular looking woman with her hands in the air. And she was praising God and smiling at us. And she knew what was happening too. And then we were walking by other people doing this. And they were just kind of looking at us like we're nuts, like we're psychotic. <laughs> and um, we get to this top of this hill out outdoor and there's at least about a hundred maybe a hundred and fifty people standing on this hill and they're all watching this like fireworks show going on um with these fireworks all ooing and awing and we're just kind of like we didn't even care about that at that point because they were so focused on like the worldly things they were seeing and we were experiencing something inside and as i was looking around I noticed that the people could not see or hear the things that we were experiencing in these moments. Only it was like the people with the Holy Spirit on, like, could hear and see these things happening. And then there was this group of um, young adults there next to us. And they were kind of staring at us like, What are you talking about, you Jesus freaks? Like, what are you saying? He's here and he's coming. And so then we turned to them and we started explaining to him how this isn't an alien abduction. This wasn't anything of the sort of that. This is Jesus Christ coming to take the bride of Christ, the chosen Christians and the children all to heaven before um, the evil is deployed onto the earth, like full set. And then I started telling him, do not take the mandatory vaccination do not take the mark of the beast, you know, do not take any form of microchip or tattoo or anything of the sort because you will go to hell, you will not go to heaven, you will be burned in the lake of fire. And do not take the vaccination, I said again. Now again, brothers and sisters, this is exciting because this is the third dream now I've had where I've warned people not to take a vaccination right before the rapture of the church, before they make it mandatory. Anyways, so that happened. And then after all that was said and done, all of a sudden um, I looked down and I saw that my abdomen, our stomachs, all started to glow. This like really bright, um, soft, but really bright, goldish, whitish light that started coming out of our stomachs. And then our whole, before you knew it, like our whole body just was glowing, like glowing. And I'd say maybe 12 or 15 others out of that whole group of 100, 150 people started to glow. And then all of their eyes got off of the fireworks and then shifted onto the glowing people. And then all of a sudden through the glow, I could hear, you know, people screaming and a lot of people were like confused and scared or like, what is going on? And then the group of people we were explaining all that stuff to were like, Oh, oh my gosh, like Jesus Christ is real. Like, look at that. They're glowing and look at their, he is real. Like we have been lied to. And I remember the people glowing 
including myself, I was feeling this indescribable joy, this joy that was just so amazing. I've never had in my life. It was just supernatural joy that overfilled my being. I was so excited because I knew in those moments I was about to meet my creator. And the other part of me was excited because the people around us were finally opening their eyes and their ears and they started to understand and believe us. And I remember even saying out loud in the spirit as we were all praising God and thanking him. Thank you. And we were saying things like, finally, they're awake. Finally, they're awake from their slumber. They're not sleeping anymore. And the Holy Spirit is a secret language. I remember saying that specifically. The Holy Spirit is a secret language. And only people with Holy Spirit know. <laughs> I think that's why they couldn't experience the things we were. So, and then all of a sudden, after all that kind of commotion and hearing all those things, it got so silent. It was just the stillness, this quietness. You could hear like a pin drop. It was so quiet just over the whole earth. And we were just kind of waiting and anticipating for something as the glow was happening. And then after the little bit of silence, like it just kind of dragged on, just pure silence. All of a sudden, this big like, bam like crack just happened and the ground shook people fell everywhere and we just shot up in the sky like a giant earthquake just cracked the entire earth in half like the earth's core basically and we shot up in the sky and um after that happened all of a sudden my dream shifted um to these like news headlines that literally said over 3.5 million people disappear next to another news headline on TV that said food shortages, mass food shortages. And then I woke up and that was the end of that dream. And it was incredible. That dream honestly changed me a little bit. And the joy I had in that dream was unlike anything I've ever experienced. Um, I also believe that the Lord was maybe trying to show me that, um, that the next possible, it's very possible, the next huge event on this timeline is the rapture of the church, is the catching away of Jesus Christ, is the bride, because people are still slumbering, they're still sleeping, and maybe, just maybe, if this actually happens, I believe that this is going to create the biggest revival wake-up call ever to ever happen ever in history and that the people realize that they've been lied to and they'll have to now make a choice, you know, to take this mark of the beast vaccination system with all of that going on. And then, you know, you'll see the true Christians from the others if they decide to go with it or not. So again, brothers and sisters, it's exciting because again, this is the third dream I've now had from the Lord showing me that the rapture happens before mandatory vaccinations. Do not take that coronavirus vaccination. I repeat, do not take it because it will change your DNA. There are stuff in, there are ingredients in that vaccination that are not safe and it will change your DNA and you will 
not go to heaven. You will go to hell, okay? And um, the Lord will not let his cho his children, his his blood, you know, his his hand-picked ones get their DNA changed. We will still be a human being in his eyes. So he will take us out before that all happens, before the destruction happens. Another thing too I found out recently very disturbing was um, just um, a lot of more information coming out in Canada, especially where I live, um, that they're planning on doing is by 2021 actually is they want to vaccinate obviously all the people but for the people that refuse to get a vaccination, what they're going to apparently do is they're basically going to tell the people and deem, like, they're going to deem these people as a public threat of safety and keep them locked into their homes and they can't buy or sell or get gas in their car or anything like that. Now, what does that sound like? That sounds like to me the mark of the beast, right? So when we, these things start to happen, when they start declaring uh, mandatory vaccination and mandatory another mass heavy lockdown, get on your knees and start praying to the Lord Jesus Christ because he is at the door. He is on his way with his angels and he is coming and he will be coming very soon before they start forcing people to take that, before they start injecting people with that absolute death sentence. Another thing too is that um, in my dream, the stillness was so incredible. And then that giant earthquake happened, like the, the course split. I just somehow knew that. Um, and um, it's like, I've mentioned this before in another video, when Jesus Christ died um, on the cross, and I have it right here. It's in Matthew here, 27. This part right here. Then Jesus shouted again, and he gave up his spirit. At that moment, the curtain in the temple was torn in two from top to bottom. The earth shook, rocks split apart, and tombs were opened. The bodies of many godly men and women who had died were raised from the dead. After Jesus' resurrection, they left the cemetery, went into the holy city of Jerusalem, and appeared to many people. Now, I don't know why a lot of people don't talk about that verse, but that's pretty huge because we are about to see that today. Another one, a resurrection, and we get to be part of it. You know, we are part of the Bible. It's pretty amazing that we get to be the fulfilling revelation scriptures in the end times. Like, what an honor that is. So there, another confirmation, the bodies of many godly men and women who had died were raised from the dead after Jesus's resurrection, and they left the cemetery, went into the holy city of Jerusalem, and appeared to many people. Now that probably freaked so many people out. Can you imagine? And another thing too, I just want to put out there before I end the video is there's so much talk, and even for myself, I've had many dreams now of you know, um, tsunamis, fire, fall, fire falling from the sky, EMP attacks, you know, natural disasters, tons of chaos, rumors of wars, World War Three, people rioting, looting, fighting, food shortages, all of it. What if 
that is all to happen after the rapture of the church because the rapture of the church is the event to set it all off. That is a huge possibility. I don't know. But that's just what the Lord's put in my heart. And then all the chaos. Because I don't know about you, but really thinking about it, when that happens that day, when certain people are, resu are resurrected out of their graves, and then some people from the earth are going to be taken and the children shot up into the sky or just disappearing, many people are going to have so many questions. It's going to be crazy on earth. There will be car crashes, airplane crashes, fighting, chaos, amounts of chaos, probably an EMP. I know in um, Ken Peters, I saw the tribulation dream. He said in his, in his dream, he said that after the rapture happened, um, there was um, no power for two weeks at least. That could be the EMP after the rapture. We don't know. But all I know is the Lord has shown me a couple times in dreams of an EMP coming. And that could happen after the rapture. I don't know. I don't even care at that point. All I know is, is that Jesus Christ is coming and he's coming so soon. He's coming so soon for his bride and it is exciting. And um, I'm excited. So he's our blessed hope and our redemption draws nigh. I hope that this message encourages whoever listens to it and my dream, you know, I share too. I'm just being obedient to the Lord of what he shares with me that our redemption draws nigh and he is coming so soon, guys. Please, guys, endure the race. I can see the finish line. I can see his beautiful, rugged hands extending out of the sky right now, just coming, like, just wanting to scoop us up and saying, come, you're almost finished. It's almost done. And I can hear him saying, you know, well done and good, my faithful servant. You've done an awesome job. And we are all looking forward to that. <laughs> all right, guys. Um, I will see you hopefully on the next one. And God willing, I'll see you soon. God bless.